following is a presentation of Financial Crisis Recovery. Foreclosure, short sales, bankruptcy, credit card debt, job loss, depreciating home values, money management. Peace of mind when it comes to your finances seems completely out of reach under current conditions, but there is a way to achieve it. For the next 60 minutes, you're going to find out how to cover your assets. Cover your assets. Now, here's nationally renowned speaker and expert on getting you on the path to financial strength, Todd Rooker. Hey, hey, good morning, everybody. How you doing? Uh, We are here in studio with Joe Goldstein. And we have Jennifer Ryan. They are with Pause for Pause. So this is going to be just a little bit of a diversion from the typical uh, business and finance show that we're always involved with here. Um, But I met uh, Jill Goldstein, and she told me all about her organization, and I was so impressed and so taken with it that I thought I got to have her on the show. So we're going to be talking about this. Now, certainly... There's always a financial side to it, and one of those those is the fact that they are running a nonprofit. That is correct, isn't it, ladies? Yes. So we're going to be talking about that because a lot of you may have designs on doing as much uh, a similar situation, maybe for another cause that you're passionate about, or maybe your your actual operating business you would like it to be a uh, nonprofit. And the way that you run that and the way that you organize that and the way that you make that successful is obviously important because uh, even a nonprofit is a business endeavor. And just like a church or a synagogue, if you don't have any money, you don't stay around for long. So got to learn how to manage the finances. And we're not going to get too into that. But in any event, with that, ladies, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you doing this morning? Great. Did you enjoy your scenic drive in? It was a little slushy out there. Oh, it's just gorgeous out. Beautiful Minnesota morning, huh? Absolutely. Couldn't ask for more. Well, actually, you could ask for more snow. It'd be better, right? <laughs> right? More treacherous, always better. Uh, so how did Pause for Pause, and that is, make sure I have this right, that is P-A-U-S-E, the, num- the numeral four, and P-A-W-S, Minnesota.org. So Pause for Pause. How did Pause for Pause come into being? It started, the idea came to me shortly after I adopted my dog in 2010. He came from the Red Lake Reservation in northern Minnesota. And at that point, I was very ignorant, thought the Humane Society took care of all the dogs and cats in Minnesota. I had no idea that there's over 300 uh, animal rescues in the state. Wow. And so once I started learning more about them, Um, and found out what their needs are, and their biggest need is money. And I knew I wanted to do something to help. I didn't know exactly what. So after interviewing several of the groups, again, time and time again, all needed money. So we designed the organization to be a a fundraising arm um, for those nonprofits. So they're in the trenches saving animals. We raise the money to help them do it. Wow. Wow. So... Um, well, so Castle Lake, Red Lake, I used to be a boxer, so I used to go to all those uh, all those areas, and I can just picture the dogs running down the road and all alone, and so uh, I grew up on a farm, same kind of thing, but uh, so what, 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 you know, what, tell me, Jill, in your background, how, what, what, what is it that, that, that were you, did you have dogs and cats when you were growing up? Is that something that you had, or were you not, were you not uh, able to do that? 
We had a dog growing up. Uh, I've just always been an animal lover. Um, I was actually terrible as a child. My poor mother used to wear, well, still does, a fur coat. And I would write terrible, nasty notes and put them in her pockets. Um, I I mean, and I was just a kid. Um, Made my parents pull over if there was a dog, you know, locked in a car on a hot day and wrote a note. So it's just something within. Can't explain it. I've been like that my whole life. Isn't that something? You know, I I find it, uh, I don't know, I was going to say intriguing, but frustrating. When someone says to me, that I don't like dogs, I am immediately questioning this person. <laughs> because if you don't like dogs, I think there's something wrong, you know? Uh, I, I also think that if you're sitting out there listening to this and you're considering getting a pet, something that's really valuable to know is that a pet, a dog or a cat, will bring out a dimension in their personalities, a, a loving and affectionate per, uh, dimension to their personalities that might not otherwise be brought to the fore and and may never be realized in the same way. Animals just have a way of doing that, don't they? A hundred percent. Absolutely. It really changes your life. I mean, it's it's just rescuing an animal is just a, an experience that it, once you've started, it's really hard to think about ever not having a rescue animal again. I can, I, I mean, I watch your, I watch the commercials on television and it's, you know, you're brought to tears very quickly. It's frustrating. You know, the, the, uh, anyway, I won't get into it. I'll, I'll get lost in that. But so, so even as a child, you were always the type of, of kid who wanted to save the world and save the dogs and save the cats. Did you have, did you have more than one dog? Did you have just, just a dog or what? Just a dog. We were a pretty, yeah, That's yeah, it, huh? boring family, but yeah, don't no, one dog. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, we, I grew up on a farm and we had lots of dogs. And at any given time when the cats were having kittens, there could be 20, 20 cats in the, I know this sounds like a, 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 a what, Saturday Night Live skit here, but, uh, you know, when the cats have kittens, they're, they're, uh, everywhere <laughs> up in the hay barn. So anyway, uh, Tell me about Pause for Paws. What what is the organization that you said it came about? Did you say 2010? Is that what you said? Correct. And so and so uh, again, specifically, what inspired you to actually go out and make this happen? Uh, just seeing the need. Um, really, for example, um, right now we support four. Uh, reservations, um, animals from the different reservations in Minnesota. And they rescue uh, about 2,000 dogs and cats every year. Um, so I think just seeing the need that is out there and how uh, my dog, as you said, Todd, impacted my life um, just motivated me to want to wanna help. So that I mean that's because I'm 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 I you 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 adopted a dog um, from up in the up in the uh, Cast Lake is that right Cast Lake mm-hmm. okay uh, and so but to take that step to the next level you said that there's 300 rescue organizations out there that's shocking I had no idea but what motivated you to actually go and fill out paperwork and say i'm going to do this i'm i mean that's cuz that's a that's a profound step from sure. here to there yeah 
I grew up in a household. My parents have fundraised my entire life. I joke that I could put a seating chart together before I could walk. I mean, that's that's the environment I grew up in. There we go. Now we're Fund, getting to what yep, we want to talk fundraising about. Fundraising and, and uh, just, it, um, it was a way of life. I didn't know any different. Um, and I felt I wanted to... Um, give back and and I knew one thing I could do was fundraise and uh, make a difference and that's I think my parents just molded me into that and taking that leap so did they did they assist you in setting up the paperwork did you did you were you did you were you aware of how to go about doing that just jump out uh, and do it on your own or did did they say hey here's how you want to set this up they did help. Um, it, it was a friend. It was a, a friend of mine, actually, who's an attorney. Um, initially, it was going to be a one-time event. It was going to be a one-time event. And he said to me, Jill, people are going to be writing out checks. You, um, They're going to want tax write-offs. Have you ever thought about turning it into a nonprofit? And that's really what gave me the push, um, is just seeing the excitement for that initial event and the numbers of people that came out. I knew we were onto something and um, it, we, it was a 501c3 before our first event. So what, so what, wow. So that, that's great uh, planning and organization. And he was pretty impacting if, if you actually just went out and did that, how did you bring this? How did you pull this, this, or this, this first event together? I mean, you know, people it, are going to be writing out checks. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was, we were driven by our passion. I mean, I literally called some friends and said, hey, I have an idea. Um, and we uh, put a business plan together very quickly. Um, we had about four and a half months um, to put that together. Um, thank goodness we received our 501 status in 34 days, which is incredibly rare. Yes. Um, and just planned an event. And again, just going back to what I've kind of known from being a child and growing up in that environment. Wow. And how did you promote it? You just, are you saying you just told a few friends and the next thing you know, bunches of people showed up? I mean, because that's amazing in and of itself. Yeah, we were very fortunate to have some contacts um, on TV, on the radio. Um, we hit social media, um, sent out invitations and really um, did our best to um, let the rescue community know what was happening. Wow. And that was 2010. So here we are in 2019, still going strong, stronger than ever. Um, if you had it to do over again, what would you do differently? I would have had the business plan first before starting the event. Um, it was just done a little backwards, you know, planning the event first and then realizing, okay, this needs to be a nonprofit and moving in that direction, having a business plan solidified, um, gaining our status and then moving forward. What are some of the challenges you found in, in running and managing the, maybe I should be asking you this, Jennifer, what are some of the challenges in running the nonprofit organization? Well, I think one of the things that 
things that makes us unique is that we are really all volunteer run. Um, so we don't, uh, all the money that we raise. So there's really, really no payroll at all then? No payroll to deal with, which is yeah. a good and bad thing, right? Yeah. No administrative costs. Right. Um, all the money does go out to the groups or to, to the events that we're, you know, that we're planning to raise money. Um, so that causes challenges. It's hard to find people who have enough time, frankly, to, to give what's needed to make the organization run. Uh, we have a wonderful board uh, that we have continued to build. I think we have about 10 members and uh, it's a great group of people. You and, have 10 and members really on your board. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the staff too. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and that's, I mean, that's impressive all by itself that 10 people are even participating on a consistent basis and 10 members on the board. That's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I know, Jill, that, that in our networking group, uh, you're you're always promoting, and I know that there's a lot of people in the networking group who have been caught up in your passion and 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 assist in in the you know the different events that you have. You have a, an event coming up right now, which I love. Community for all brewing or brewery crawl. Okay, so what is that? You drink until you can crawl. What does that mean? <laughs> tell tell me all about that. That's coming up March thirtieth. Right. Um, there are 15 breweries in North Minneapolis and each of them picked a nonprofit. So it truly is a day of drinking and supporting nonprofits, but it's uh, $40 is from 12 to 6. And with that $40, people get four free drink tickets, T-shirts, a bag. Um, and then the MTC and the light rail, they have free rides for the day. Um, a lot of prizes, giveaways, um, just a fun day to kind of give the breweries exposure and also to 15 nonprofits. Very good. And so partnering with an organization such as this, like the brewery, that's a great opportunity for them to show their community that they're a part of this and then also exposure for themselves and for you simultaneously. That sounds like a great plan for everybody. Absolutely. We've had really great luck partnering with breweries, especially. I think you know, <laughs> people who like to drink beer tend to be dog lovers. So yeah. we end up with us. Uh, you great don't like events. beer and you don't like dogs. <laughs> don't, don't show up. Yeah. That's right. All right. Well, so, so the, the, uh, the thing that I've also found in uh, talking with you, Jill, is that you guys go all over the country and all over the world to find and rescue these animals, which I think uh, I'm trying to recall where you just were. Was it Mexico uh, recently? Correct. And so when when there are uh, catastrophic issues, you know, like, uh, you know, earthquakes and things like that, you guys know that there's going to be animals that will be displaced and you're looking to try to serve a serve a purpose in that area. Is that right? Yeah, our our main focus is Minnesota. Majority of the funds stay here locally. Okay. Um, there is an area in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, um, that we have been assisting for uh, about four years. Um, the overpopulation there is um, much more extreme than it is here um, because their dogs and cats um, have multiple litters because um, of the warmer weather all year round. And they didn't start their spay and neuter initiatives till a few years ago. So um, we're trying to help that community as well. And that's really at the heart of all this, right? Just just controlling the, the, the population of the of, uh, dogs and cats and because we got so, we, we wind up with more than more than people can afford or, or what. I mean, you know, uh, when I see a dog, you know, roaming the street, I know that when I lived in the country, there would be people in town who, when they couldn't afford the dogs or the cats, they literally would drive out to the country where we lived and just open the door and let the dog out and drive away, which is just tragic. Mm-hmm. Knowing how affectionate these animals are and how 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 drawn they are to to human beings, it was just 
horrible. And then you've got wild dogs who, you know, wind up becoming like a, like a wolf pack almost. So, you know, and we used to take a lot of these, a lot of these animals in because they would just show up, you know, we'd be milking cows and they would just literally just show up. And my grandfather was always really good about just, you know, letting them in and and giving them, you know, feeding them. But uh, so when, when you are, you're raising money and you're siphoning or or funneling that money to the different organizations who are out there uh, actually doing spay and neutering and and taking care of the animals. And I know in a lot of cases you wind up, it's certainly not a profitable venture. It's ironic that we're talking about a nonprofit because I know in many instances you're spending much more money on the dog or the cat. And then when they're adopted, maybe somebody pays something for it, but it's a fraction many times of what you've actually invested in the animal. That's, That's accurate, isn't it? hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of the animals that come our way, for one example, need a, a dental cleaning or extractions. Um, and thank goodness there are a lot of vets who do give us a price break. However, it, three, four hundred dollars for just a real kind of basic dental cleaning. That's not including the spay or neuter. Wow. Is it vet. that? It's that much. That's just yes. And there's some specialty dentists who it's a thousand plus. So it's wow. it's big money, and when you turn around and adopt out an animal for a hundred or two hundred dollars, um, yes, it's it's not a profitable business. Um, well, that's that's good. That's I mean, I think that's a great thing. You know, and Jill uses the example of dental care, and I think a lot of people say, "Oh, I'm not going to clean my dog's teeth. That's ridiculous. I'm not going to spend a thousand dollars on that." But there's such a tie between oral health and physical health, right? We know that among. Humans, Humans, right, right. (laughs) Um, And it goes the same for dogs, right? If you have um, dental issues, infections, those types of things can carry over and cause a lot more medical needs uh, in the animal over time. I think that's an interesting point that you make. It's a bit like somebody, before they have children, talking about what they would or wouldn't do uh, if they were a parent. And of course, once you become a parent, the world totally changes. And I think that's very much the same with animals. You can't imagine when you don't have a dog or a cat that you would ever spend that kind of money. But when they become a member of the family, and they really do become a member of the family, you would sell your car to take care of the dog, right? I no mean, question. you know, and everybody laughs and says, oh, come on, that's ridiculous. No, it's really not. People really will do that. I don't mean that extreme, but nevertheless. And I know because we have we have dogs and, um, you know, when, when they got to go to the vet, if there's an issue, you know, it's drop everything, you know, oh my God, tears, everybody's crying and we're, we're, we're ready to sell the house to take care of the dog. Um, it's an amazing thing that you do. And, and I think also not only are the dollars raised going to support this, but there's a lot of, of vets and shelters along the way that are also doing a lot of work pro bono too, aren't there? I mean, they're to be commended as well, right? Not always, but in some instances, right? Yes, absolutely. And in Minnesota here, we have uh, a vet clinic called Mission Animal Hospital that is um, designed to help people for, of lower income. Um, so they, they're a much reduced vet clinic. They're open seven days a week, um, and they do extraordinary work for much, much less than most most vets. So we're very fortunate to where, have where them. Where is that again? It's called Mission Animal Hospital in um, Eden Prairie, um, right near where the Vikings used to practice on 494 there and 169. Um, but again, they're open seven days a week. They have extended hours, walk-in seven days a week. Um, it's about 10,000 square feet 
of of vet clinics. So they're they do a tremendous job. We have two things we'd like to get out, uh, folks. Um, first of all, if you want to adopt uh, a pet, and you know the thing is, is that they're out there. These dear, sweet animals. They need homes, and they're there. And I would just like to have you guys say, how would someone go about adopting a dog or a cat if they're looking to do that? Uh, um, they, <laughs> Come on, one, <laughs> one of you. Um, Petfinder.com is a wonderful resource. It is um, all over the nation, so you have to narrow your search down to the area that you live. Um, but also our website which is um, P-A-U-S-E, the number four, P-A-W-S-M-N dot org. And our, uh, the groups that we support, we really took two months vetting the organizations to make sure they are doing right by the animals, um, that their vetting protocols are where they need to be. Um, most of the animals are in a foster home, which is such a benefit because then, you know, are they good with dogs? Are they good with cats, with children? You know, what, what are their likes, dislikes? Um, so that's very helpful. Um, so those would be two good resources, either our website or petfinder.com. Which is, which is another uh, major contributor here. And that is the, the folks who take care of these animals during the interim while they're being adopted as, as foster, uh, I was going to say parents, but yeah, whatever. (laughs) Um, so they're there. And and a lot of times they're interacting because these people have already got a dog or a cat. And one of the things that you talked about, which was a test that you talked about that is inexpensive and can ensure that that your existing pet, if it's, is, if exposed to this, won't get it some illness or disease. Mm-hmm. What was that you were mm-hmm. telling us about? Yeah. So some, the rescues that we support do, it's called a SNAP test if for cats. Um, and that, if you're going to be adopting, that's a question to ask, are they SNAP tested? Um, because it looks for two different diseases that can be transferable to your cats at home. Um, very inexpensive tests. And again, the rescues we support, it's, a no-brainer. They do it. Unfortunately, not all organizations um, take that step and get that test. And if it isn't done, what can happen? Uh, it's there's there. It tests for two diseases. One of them is feline leukemia. The other is FIV. Feline leukemia, unfortunately, it's it's very deadly. And um, it can be transferred through saliva or water dish. And then the other cat at home can get that disease. Wow. And they have a very short lifespan. I can't believe that that everyone doesn't do this. So this is for certain something that you want to ask for and be aware of. A hundred percent. Known as a snap test. Mm-hmm. Huh? Very good. Listen, we're going to take a break and come back with Joe Goldstein and Jennifer Ryan from Paws for Paws. That's P-A-U-S-E, the numeral four, and P-A-W-S-M-N.org, pawsforpawsmn.org. They are a fundraising organization, a nonprofit status. They raise money to to save these dear uh, dogs and cats and put them in homes, and in many cases, uh, get their shots, get ever, all of their, all of their, uh, the, the things that need to be done, they take care of so that you can adopt a really wonderful pet. We will be back in just a moment. 
Paws for Paws is a fundraising organization that has one goal, to stop the suffering and needless deaths of cats and dogs. We provide rescue organizations money for emergency surgeries, vaccinations, food, and spay and neuter clinics. Is your company looking for a charity to support? You can support us by being a sponsor for our fall fundraiser on November 2nd. Help us save the lives of homeless dogs and cats. Adopt, foster, volunteer, donate. For more information, go to pawsforpawsmn.org. That's P-A-U-S-E, the number four, P-A-W-S-M-N dot org. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Great Waters Financial specializes in helping you retire comfortably. When it comes to seeking retirement guidance, you don't need a salesman. You need an ally. Great Waters Financial doesn't have a hidden agenda. Their professionals at Great Waters Financial focus on what matters, your financial peace. Start planning for your future now and make your money work for you. Great Waters Financial is the official financial planning service of Cover Your Assets. For more information, call 612-360-2127 or go to greatwatersfinancial.com. Home Rental Systems has been helping homeowners in the Twin Cities metro area realize their property investment's full potential. At Home Rental Systems, we will take away all the hassles from renting your home. We have a proven home rental system for renting and managing single-family homes, townhomes, and condominiums, and will attain the highest monthly rent possible. Go to homerentalsystems.com or call now, 612-701-4375. Accounting and bookkeeping services are no longer just about record keeping. For decades, Arliss Cleveland has been passionate about helping individuals and businesses look at their taxes and financials in a big picture strategy that allows them to position for maximum profitability. Arliss Cleveland Limited is big enough to handle any size client, yet small enough to give you the direct personal attention you deserve. Their philosophy is that accounting and tax services are about more than just numbers on a page. It's all about building client relationships that are personal. Call 763-786-4626 for a free consultation. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP SmartSide Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY or go online to SMA. SMA2DAY.com. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Are you ready? ACDC is unavoidable. We have to do it. It's just necessary, right, Joe? It's my coffee. It's just. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. We are here with Joe Goldstein. 
and Jennifer Ryan with Pause for Pause. This is a nonprofit organization that helps fund uh, and save dogs and cats in Minnesota, uh, ex- uh, for the most part, exclusively in Minnesota. I wasn't aware of that. Uh, and they do some absolutely amazing work. Now, having said that, ladies, there's a lot of organizations out there who do this type of work. What makes you guys unique? Well, you know, we, uh, as Jill described in the first segment, we have, um, you know, sort of a really uh, passionate uh, origin, right? right? So we came to this with the, the passion for saving animals and the passion for fundraising, right, uh, on, on the author's behalf. And so we've set up this very robust process for choosing our groups. Uh, we just went through that process last year uh, and selected 11 groups to provide grants to. So we provided the grants at the end of um, last year, and they have about six months to spend that money and get, and get reimbursed. Uh, we also have a network of partners that we work with. So in total, we work with um, 20 groups altogether. Uh, the partners don't receive financial support, but we promote them on our website and through our social media, um, and they also get recognition at our events. So the great news in that you have no uh, employees is that it sounds like all the money is going to the effort. Is that is that a correct portrayal of things? That is very true. Of course, we have some operating costs, right? Planning events. Sure, does but it's all relatable but... to the to the business of of doing what you do. Absolutely. Oh, and all the all the fundraising, particularly that we do at the events, goes directly back out to the groups. Well, I think for anybody who wants to give, they they want to know that the dollars are going to be utilized properly. And it sounds also um, in what you've just said that you're scrutinizing these groups in that in that they're being reimbursed rather than just giving them handing them money that they will dole out, you're actually able to see where they've spent the money and then reimburse them in areas that you feel confident that the money was well spent. Is that the idea? That's absolutely right. So in selecting them, we had, a, as I said, a very rigorous process. Um, I think our vetting standards, for example, are the highest in Minnesota. We we really re- require our groups to have um, pretty much across the board vetting of all the major issues. Um, Jill mentioned earlier, and you talked about the SNAP testing. That's a requirement for our groups. Uh, we you know have a very high standard regarding um, avoiding euthanasia, right? We want groups to do whatever they can to avoid um, situations where an animal is put down. Um, before being, ado- you know, without being adopted. Um, we also have an application process that I think is a little, we ask the groups to have an application process that's a little more robust than some. We ask for a home visit. Uh, we want to make sure that that the animal is the right fit before, before they are fully released to that family. And um, we also definitely kind of ask for reference checks and, and do a lot of follow-up. And I think a lot of groups don't always do home visits. I think that's one of the, one of the differentiating features. And all of this, I think, results in, the, in fewer animals that get returned, right? There, there sometimes is an issue when, you know, an animal gets into the home and it's just not a good fit for the family. All this process that, that we ask the groups to go through, I think, helps avoid that. And so there, you know, I, I suspect that there's a lot of these, a lot of the vet clinics that would love to do this work, but it just becomes financially so burdensome that they can't. And so this gives them an outlet to be able to to help or save save an animal when ordinarily maybe they wouldn't be able to do that. And they and they know that that's there for them. So that's really you guys are supporting them in that way. Absolutely. Kind of uh, uh, fiscally responsible altruism, if you will. Right. So we're we're trying to make sure that everybody toes the line. We want to we want to do our work, but we want to make sure that that it's not just uh, it's every dollar is being utilized as best it can be. Absolutely. And we're also really fortunate to have a 
consistent and loyal network of sponsors that that provides um, you know both cash and in kind donations to the organization. So they uh, may write a check to help underwrite the costs of our of our fall event, which is sort of a big gala that's you know for 300 people. Uh, or they might provide printing services for us or mailing you know cover mailing costs. We've and and we've also had a couple of uh, companies provide graphic design and you know those types of services. So we have a really great uh, network of, of folks that have supported us over the years as well. Well, I've seen some of your corporate sponsors and it's pretty impressive. And I think a, a lot of businesses, because look, I can pay taxes or I can I can give to a nonprofit. And if it's something I'm passionate about, it makes it pretty easy to do that. Everybody can be involved in this if they choose. And, you know, for a, for a lot of, of parents out there, uh, getting your children involved in any type of community activities where they're assisting others, uh, assisting animals. I mean, like you've said already, one of the biggest challenges is getting volunteers. So if you don't have the money to give, you can certainly give of your time and you can, you know, uh, get uh, connected with you guys by going for, to pauseforpausemn.org and see when the or, when the different events that you're putting on are taking place and then volunteer for those. And, you know, you and your kids can show up and be of great help to you guys if you don't have the money to do it. Certainly, we, we, we'd love to have your money as well, right? But Or both. But, uh, but that's another way that people can get involved. Absolutely. We've been really fortunate to have some great um, high school students that have come and helped at our adoption event, which we'll talk about in a minute, um, or support us uh, in, in our walk that we've done a couple of times. So there's definitely some great opportunities for, for whole families to get involved. You're right. If a company wants to become a sponsor and they'd like to, because I because one, I think the visibility of doing this is endearing to everyone. So as, as much as I know that this is a wonderful thing, I also understand business and businesses want to be involved in things that have visibility and can and, and can be uh, uh, endearing to their potential customers and see that they're out there doing this type of thing. So how would a company get involved and become a sponsor of Pause for Pause? Well, you can reach out to me directly, Jennifer at pauseforpausemn.org. Um, that we would love to hear from any sponsors. We, of course, accept uh, donations from five hundred dollars to ten thousand. You know, as many as many uh, much of a donation as somebody would like to do. Uh, we try to thank our sponsors by doing a lot of cross promotion. We promote them on our website. They're all listed there. We spend uh, quite quite a bit of time at our big event talking about w- what our sponsors do and how they've helped us. So uh, we definitely try to show our gratitude uh, in several different ways throughout the year, which is great because they can give and it actually becomes not only is it a nonprofit but it's a market getting expense too because they get their information out in front of people who are who are involved in these events right Absolutely. Yep. fabulous fabulous so tell me about some of the big some of the big uh, uh, successes that you had in bringing people into the organization as sponsors what are some of the some of the people that you brought in that you've been proud of being able to do that with Jill do you want to maybe take that one yeah. Are you looking for? Well, I, I, I want to know. You know, I, I know that there. I know I see the banners and I see a lot of the companies, and I'm you know I'm impressed by that. And I don't think that happens on its own. I think you guys are the ones who are out there talking to them, meeting with them, giving of your time to do that. And you must be saying something right for people to open up their checkbook. So that's what I'm getting at here. Sure. I think the big one of the biggest things that attracts. Um, sponsors is that we are volunteer run. So outside of, you know, as Jen talked about um, some of the administrative costs, we are so mindful with every penny we spend that it touches the animals directly. Um, so they really, um, they really can make an impact on animals. And um, 
I I hopeful that that is one of the biggest motivating factors. It's mm-hmm. it's hard it's hard to communicate. I mean, I wish you know we're on radio and I I I see these deer animals and I see the things that that human beings do to animals and it's it's almost unconscionable. But uh, to be able to to reach out and make such an impact and and I think the other thing that's important is that the the animals have such a dramatic impact in the lives of people. Um, you know, one, you can do something great, which is to adopt rather than go to the, you know, so-called puppy mills and things like that. So that's number one. But number two, the impact that they have in, in people's lives. You know, I, I, you know, I see the animals being brought into, into hospitals and, and places where people are, are battling illness and, and just how, how, what an amazing impact it makes on people's lives. You know, I, I can't say enough about how, when we got our first dog, our, our, we have two boys. And if you would have seen the two boys uh, six months after the animal, they were they were talking more. They were more affectionate with each other. It was just an amazing transformation. And it was all as a result of getting a puppy. It just changed everything. So, I mean, if you're if you're listening to this and you're considering an animal, I we would certainly ask that you consider a rescue animal. Um, certainly with paws for paws, one that's been well vetted. Uh, do you guys put the animals that are, that are, that you need adopted on your website? Is there photographs or any of that kind of stuff that people can see? Cause I, I know when we bought our second dog, um, the gal that, that we got the dog from, she put it on the website and I just fell in love with it. And I called her up and I said, I want that one, <laughs> that mm-hmm. one right there. <laughs> so do you have yeah. any of that? We do. So um, our organizations, yes, they have links to all of their animals. And again, they all either they're on their website or there's a link to petfinder.com. And um, although Paws for Paws is not an animal rescue organization, um, we have um, taken some animals under our wing um, who had no other option. Um, some very special needs, high medical issues, um, and those are on a pet finder as well. So you're supporting the rescues. You're not a rescue yourself, but what's happening is is there's such an overflow that you can't you can't deal with not letting <laughs> this, and so you just take it on, and somebody becomes a surrogate or uh, and and yeah. <laughs> it's until you're, I feel, in the rescue world. The amount of abuse and neglect, it would, it is astonishing what goes on and, um, it, it all the time, every day. So the, the phone never stops ringing. Um, and that's again, what motivates us to do what we do. These animals are so loving and the, the, the things that the human beings are capable of is just hard to fathom. And I, and I know without saying more, it, it just really is hard to imagine uh, the, some of the treatment that these animals go through. And so, look, it's just a it's just a godsend to be able to come into their lives, save them and, and allow them to, to have a family and, and live out the rest of their lives. We're going to take another break here. We are uh, with Jill Goldstein and Jennifer Ryan with Paws for Paws. If you are considering uh, an animal uh, for your family, and it's always a good thing. Uh, hopefully it's a good thing. Um, the rescue animals at the different shelters, uh, and by the way, can they go to your website and find and be directed to those places that they can go and adopt? 
Absolutely. Our website has a very <clears throat> detailed network of all the groups and all the links to their websites and, and ways to surrender a pet if you need to and also to adopt a pet. Fabulous. And we would also welcome uh, your participation if you would like to be involved, if you'd like to uh, come out and be uh, be a volunteer to help at the many uh, events that they have ongoing. We're going to talk about them when we come back from the break. And uh, of course, if you want to donate as an individual or if you want to donate as a as a company your your company your business we would welcome that as well we will be right back pause for pause is a fundraising organization that has one goal to stop the suffering and needless deaths of cats and dogs we provide rescue organizations money for emergency surgeries vaccinations food and spay and neuter clinics is your company looking for a charity to support you can support us by being a sponsor for our fall fundraiser on november 2nd help us save the lives of homeless dogs and cats adopt foster volunteer donate for more information go to pauseforpausemn.org that's p-a-u-s-e the number four P-A-W-S-M-N dot org. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-271 that's 651-227-2711. Hello, I'd like to talk with you about financial coaching. Traditional financial planners help you make decisions about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds with money you already have. That's great, but who helps you accumulate more money in the first place? Who helps you make day-by-day life decisions? Who isn't trying to sell you something? Like, should I go back to school? Am I wasting money on insurance? How to purchase and finance a car, boat, home, lake cabin, or investment property? How to start, manage, and sell a business? It's about making minor errors that become colossal mistakes and cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars over your lifetime. The problem is that you're so busy pursuing your career that you're forced to make critical financial decisions that have a dramatic long-term effect on your finances without adequate research or information. Rooker Financial Coaching is like having a personal CFO for every decision. Don't waste time lamenting the bad decisions of the past or money that's run through your fingertips. Stop procrastinating. Call Rooker Financial Coaching 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. Call me today, Todd Rooker, 763-559-3800. That's 763-559-3800. He can lift a bus straight over his head. He can fly around the world in seconds. And he has the power to regenerate entire limbs. Okay, so Jason Walgrave isn't actually a superhero. But once you visit his website to find out what he knows about real estate, you may start to think he's superhuman. That's because at JasonWalgrave.com, you'll find absolutely anything you need to know about real estate in the Twin Cities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell your home, check out JasonWalgrave.com, the number one place for all your real estate questions. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. 
Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to parkerdk.com. What are the first three letters in the word SMART? SMA. And SMA Exteriors and Restoration has made SMART affordable since 1994. As an LP SmartSide Master Level Siding Installer, a GAF Master Elite Roofing Installer, and as an expert in installing windows made in Minnesota, made for Minnesota, you're guaranteed to make the SMART choice. Call today for your free estimate. 877-SMA-TODAY. Or go online to SMA the number two day.com hi i'm kimberly naibo with the kimberly naibo insurance agency serving the community for over 27 years people tend to be most concerned with price that is of course until something goes wrong then the only thing they care about is their coverage my experience enables me to uncover every available discount i could save you up to 40 percent while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnaibo.com. Accounting and bookkeeping services are no longer just about record keeping. For decades, Arliss Cleveland has been passionate about helping individuals and businesses look at their taxes and financials in a big picture strategy that allows them to position for maximum profitability. Arliss Cleveland Limited is big enough to handle any size client, yet small enough to give you the direct personal attention you deserve. Their philosophy is that accounting and tax services are about more than just numbers on a page. It's all about building client relationships that are personal. Call 763-786-4600. For a free consultation. Hi, I'm Kimberly Naibo with the Kimberly Naibo Insurance Agency, serving the community for over 27 years. People tend to be most concerned with price, that is, of course, until something goes wrong. Then the only thing they care about is their coverage. My experience enables me to uncover every available discount. I could save you up to 40% while still offering the proper coverage for the people you care about. Call today for a free review at 763-571-6111 or email me at kim at kimnaibo.com. Todd Rooker here to tell you about the most amazing jewelry store, Golden Treasures on 805 Grand Avenue in St. Paul. I've known the owner, Todd Gimble, for almost 20 years now, and at Golden Treasures, not only do you get more for less, it's the experience that you and your special person will feel when you walk in the door. Todd truly puts his heart and soul into creating your experience, regardless of how much money you spend. This is Todd's customer for life philosophy. Take it from me, there really is no other jewelry store. You can't go wrong with Golden Treasures in St. Paul. 651-227-2711. That's 651-227-2711. Home Rental Systems has been helping homeowners in the Twin Cities metro area realize their property investment's full potential. At Home Rental Systems, we will take away all the hassles from renting your home. We have a proven home rental system for renting and managing single-family homes, townhomes, and condominiums, and will attain the highest monthly rent possible. Go to HomeRentalSystems.com or call now, 612-701-4375. You're listening to Cover Your Assets with Todd Rooker. Welcome back, everybody. We are saving animals today, and I love it. I love it. Mess with my dogs and man... Be careful. You may lose your life. 
better yet, my wife will take you out. <laughs> she tells me that the dogs come way before me. So, and I don't think she's kidding about that either. Uh, all right. So we have Joe Goldstein and Jennifer Ryan from Pause for Pause. This is a nonprofit organization, a funding arm for all of the the, the rescue uh, uh, organizations around the state. They raise money. They help uh, place animals. They do a lot of amazing things. Uh, tell me a little bit about that, Jill. Give me give me a sense of 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 the impact that these things can have. Yes. So since our inception. The groups that we support have rescued over 35,000 dogs and cats, and they have spayed and neutered over 25,000 dogs and cats. So when we talked about the need earlier, this is just a snapshot in the need that is out there. That's unbelievable. I, I can't imagine when you started this in 2010, you had any idea that you would have this level of an impact. That's And for a nonprofit with no paid employees, that's astounding that you've been able to rally people to to work at, at this level in this capacity. I mean, I'm just I'm I'm infinitely impressed because for profit businesses have a heck of a time doing this, let alone a nonprofit. So, <laughs> and uh, I feel it's the passion of our board, like Jennifer said. I mean, we're all volunteers, and um, we just the energy that that everybody has, um, and seeing the success stories, seeing what our hard work can can create and and can do for people and the animals that are saved it, it makes it all worth well, it. Well, I'd like to hear about that. Give me a success story. Tell me. Absolutely. So, um about two and a half years ago, um I'm going to change names here, but um to protect the guilty. Yeah, a um a friend of mine um had lost her dog and there was a dog that was going to be euthanized. He was uh, about a uh, excuse me, she, so about a 30-pound dog. but had, What kind of dog? Um, just a mix from one of the reservations, had some behavioral issues. Um, the dog was not with one of our beneficiaries. The dog was with, an, with another group, and someone reached out to me begging for help, um, said this dog is going to be euthanized. Um, the organization gave the dog there. They said after 20 days, if the dog hadn't turned around, that was it. Um, so I reached out to a friend, um, she took the dog to foster the dog. Um, it was a year and a half of a lot of, um, behavioral uh, training, um, a lot of skin issues from the neglect and the abuse. Um, oh. and we were at a dermatology appointment. I went with her and the dog and my friend broke down at that time and said, um, I, I've been meaning to ask you, can I adopt this dog. And I said, of course you can adopt this dog. They have such a bond. And at that time, she handed me a letter and said, when I reached out to call her um, to foster this dog, she was typing up her suicide note. And she said she felt that this dog needed her and um and she, and so since then thank goodness she has received help and she said after this little girl passes away she said i know there's another dog out there that'll need me so it's just that's one of the many examples of what motivates us to do what we do oh, man everybody needs to be needed and the animals too that's uh, an amazing story and i and, you know it is the power of healing these animals have the power of healing people and it uh, it just uh, 
uh, you know, like I say, if 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 uh, if you don't like dogs, boy, I'll tell you what. There's uh, so, and they my 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 daughter in law is a is a cat person, loves cats. My son is allergic to cats, and so that makes for an interesting relationship. <laughs> I'm wondering how long it's going to be before she gets rid of my son and gets a cat. But uh, anyway, so the, what a what an amazing success story. Uh, you have a lot of events. Let's cover some of those events that are coming up at us. And, and uh, folks, as you listen to this, again, I'll say, if you can participate, if you want to be a sponsor, if you want to uh, be a volunteer for the group, if you want to just help promote it to uh, organizations and, and large groups of people to get more people involved, we would so welcome that. So tell us a little bit about the next upcoming or the next few, I guess, upcoming events that you have going on. Sure. So one of our signature events is uh, an event we've done seven times now um, is an adoption event in the spring. Uh, it's going to be this year on Sunday, April 14th from noon to 3 p.m. Um, over at Stone Mountain Pet Lodge in Brooklyn Park. We'll have 15 different rescue groups in attendance with animals. Um, and uh, it's a really fun event. Uh, you get a chance to just go around the room and pet animals and visit. And there's everything ranging from, you know, 10-year-old Great Danes to little lab puppies. It's it's really fun. And every time I've gone, I end up in an argument with my husband because I want to adopt as we leave. <laughs> um, but it's, it's a great event. And it's not really a fundraiser. It really is an adoption event. So there's no charge to attend. Uh, we have, you know, things for sale for Paws for Paws t-shirts and whatnot, but uh, it's really about the animals. Oh, how wonderful. How wonderful. You've also got another uh, event coming up. Uh, we talked about the Community for All Brewery Crawl. That is the su- Saturday, March 30th. But you've also got a uh, Rogers Rescue Ride. Uh, that's a motorcycle event, right? It is. Uh, last year, Dave Ryan from KDWB called us up, and he's been a great supporter over the years, along with Fallon uh, Gottler uh, over there at KDWB and, and he offered to sponsor this ride and so he helped us promote it uh, and we planned this um, you know three-legged uh, motorcycle ride around uh, kind of west the western suburbs uh, this year we're going to kind of go further south more uh, more down the Minnesota River Valley St. Croix Valley uh, it's going to be a, a great day uh, it's on Sunday May Saturday May 18th uh, we usually ride from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, we'll have a few stops at various uh, establishments along the way for <laughs> lunch and a beer here and there. And Wonderful. It's, it's a great event. How, and this is the second time you've done it, right? That's right. Yeah. All right. That, fantastic. Start of something great. All right. We're going to take another break here. We will be back with Joe Goldstein and Jennifer Ryan with Pause for Pause. Their website address is P-A-U-S-E for the numeral four, P-A-W-S-M-N dot org. Pause for Pause mn.org. Their phone number is 612-810-2893. And you can get a hold of Jill at Jill, J-I-L-L, at pauseforpausemn.org. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Pause for Paws is a fundraising organization that has one goal, to stop the suffering and needless deaths of cats and dogs. We provide rescue organizations money for emergency surgeries, vaccinations, food, and spay and neuter clinics. Is your company looking for a charity to support? You can support us by being a sponsor for our fall fundraiser on November 2nd. Help us save the lives of homeless dogs and cats. Adopt, foster, volunteer, donate. For more information, go to pauseforpawsmn.org. That's P-A-U-S-E, the number four, P-A-W-S-M-N dot org. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? 
Hope you're enjoying the show. One thing that we uh, absolutely missed out on, and I am sorry for that because it is so important. If you are looking to be a, a, a uh, what do we call it, a foster foster family to take in these animals during that interim process where they're going through the medical issues, getting their shots, getting the dental work done, whatever it happens to be. And between that time and the time that they're adopted by their by their end family, boy, oh boy, would we love to have you volunteer for that. Here again, you can go to that website. And the best part is all expenses are paid. You guys pay for all of that. And that's a part of what this organization does. It covers those costs. So literally, you get to have the exposure to an animal. You get to to get a get a sense of that animal's personality. So when someone wants to adopt, you can tell them very clearly all the things about the dog, the the wonderful and the quirky things, all the things that somebody would love to be able to know in advance. You're the person who can tell them that, and the expenses are covered. And what a great opportunity to make an impact, right? Absolutely. It's, and it's, it's a great way to kind of test out, too, if you're a person who maybe is interested in getting a pet, but you're not sure. Right. right? You can serve as a foster family, um, you know, for a month or two and, and, you know, kind of go through that process, as you described, of helping other families um, understand, you know, whether the, the animal's a good fit for them. But I think it's also kind of a good way to test drive being a pet owner um, in a, you know, not permanent way. Excellent. Excellent. There are, or, there are events uh, throughout the year, go to pauseforpausemn.org, phone number 612-810-2893 if you want to volunteer for their events, if you want to be uh, 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 someone who, t- who helps take care